Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. PHNX Coyotes postgame show brought to you by the one and only DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's top-rated sportsbook app. Don't forget to hit that like button and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and leave us a five-star review. I'm Leah Merrill here with Steve Peters. If you're listening on audio, we just had some technology issues that we worked through, and that is because we are in Studio A. This is not our home studio. And why are we here? Because the entire Studio B is at okay. the Ainsworth in downtown Phoenix for opening day D-backs pre and post game show. So when were the last two shows at the Ainsworth? Ainsworth. Like last week? Well, one. Wait, so tonight. Oh, yeah. What did we have to do? This. Last oh, yeah. one was a son's <laughs> watch along at the Ainsworth where everybody else at PHNX goes, drinks, gets food, appies, hangs out. What are we doing that night? Post-game show. Post-game show. So on two different Ainsworth watches, everybody's having fun at PHNX, and there's all kinds of PHNX people there. We're here. We are literally the only three people here in the studio. Yes, we are. <sighs> Play ball. Well, like I said before... The- Maybe they should do the show, <laughs> watch the hockey game for two and a half hours, and we could go watch baseball and drink beer. No? But then would we have to do their post-game show? Yeah, fair point. Yeah, and I don't think I could talk no, baseball for rain an hour. delay yeah, and no. twelve inning games. No. Well, like no, I you. said before, oh, the he audio... said sign number one. We're so past. Oh, so if only past, you were here before. So past um, sign number as one. As I said, when everyone could not hear me, this feels like deja vu. Another five-one loss for the Coyotes, and like somebody said in the Discord, this season for the Coyotes feels like a bell curve. The first eleven games losses. 
and this end here, this end stretch, and there's been some wins in there, but just brutal. And then there was that the peak in the middle of that that stretch on the road, some really good play the month, the beginning of the month of March, even some games in February, and that was the peak. And it's just, it just feels like we can't get to the end of the season fast enough, and it's tiring, almost. I mean, it's we sit here and, and talk about oh they've got to play harder, oh they've got, they're missing nine maybe even 10 regulars, depending on who you call regulars in the lineup, how are they supposed to win? Yeah. Like, it's not like they're they're missing one, two, three guys. And I know from the coaching staff perspective, they're going to say, you have to play who you have. I mean, this is our lineup. This is who has to be, you know, this is who we have to go with. The reality is they're playing with half of a minor league roster right now or guys that they've just called up or guys that haven't played together and wait for it because the college national championship is on Saturday. And after that, they could be adding another player in yeah. Nathan Smith. So there's just going to be more additions. Unfortunately, the second Clayton Keller went down, so did their offense. Yep. This back-to-back 5-1 losses. And Clayton Keller and Lawson Krause in the same week. For the entire season. Yeah. So let's just try to get through the rest of these games healthy. It's back-to-back 5-1 losses. Hari Sattery gets in the game tonight. I kind of felt bad for him. I did too. That's why the thumbnail on this video says, sorry, Hari. Sorry, Hari. It was just, he hadn't played in so long. He went through this whole dramatic journey to get here where he was in the KHL and made the choice to not play there anymore and played in the Olympics and won gold for Finland and talked to this family when he heard Toronto was interested and said, and this is all per Craig's story on gophnx.com, um, but said okay maybe we can make this work and then not just the coyotes but a bunch of teams tried to claim him off waivers and because of the coyotes position in the standings they were the ones who got it so he went from being a khl player to you know global events turning all of that upside down to oh let me try toronto and like arizona can be not only opposite in terms of location and weather and everything but just toronto's going into the playoffs and the Coyotes are... His role would have been different yeah. there, probably. I mean, you know, they're looking at Jack Campbell waiting for him to get healthy at the time, and that was probably their thought process. He may even only dress a few games after everybody gets healthy. Um, here, he's going to play. Like, I, I, there's there's a handful of games left. He's still going to get some games in here. Yeah, and this, um, I mean, his first game, 27... I mean, it wasn't great, five goals against, but... like. I just, it's so hard to not have game time. And also in Craig's article, um, Coach Journey said they just don't even have a lot of practice time yeah. as a team, let alone he just got here He from all the visa issues and all the immigration issues. Like, he just has to play games. And that's the practice time he's going to get. And no, the good news for him is that this wouldn't have been the case in Toronto, but nobody expected him to come in here and win. This isn't the same situation where Wedgwood came in and stopped the 11 game losing streak and was had stand on his head performances. Maybe Sautery will have that before the year ends. But and, but I thought there were glimpses where he was really good. Even in the first period, you look at the goal. It's a power play goal by the Vancouver Canucks. I don't know how the hell you want him to stop that. I, backdoor tap in. Yeah. No chance. He made a couple of big saves in the period. I thought it looked big. I thought it looked confident. And then the one that probably really hurt him is the one Bo Horvat scores from behind the net on the yeah. wraparound. That one probably goes, uh-oh. That, that's probably where he, I don't know if you lose a little bit of confidence there, but that's kind of where his night kind of turned on the Bo Horvat goal. I mean, I, I, 
how am I trying to say this? I don't know what else you can say. The PD other cam. team is better. <laughs> PD the, cam. The, the other team <laughs> was just better. Yeah. I, when you're missing half your lineup and you're playing a goalie who hasn't played in the NHL since 2018, again, what is it we expect to have happen here? I, 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 they hung around. They kept it close to the first period, one nothing. But this is what we're going to see for the rest of the year. This is it. I'm sorry. Hopefully next year. <laughs> yep. What do you guys all think about PD Cam? Give us some feedback. I know that's PD Cam. That. that was the first time. There's the first time. <sighs> heard. That's the one benefit of being in this in room. Studio. Maybe the um, mics don't work for the first minute of the show, mm. but we get a two camera set, so that's fun. Yeah. Um, and also. Fun. Yes, Vancouver was the better team, and they they have something to play for right now. Yeah. Um. So you and know, playoff hockey's coming, and this yeah. is a great time to be a hockey fan, and even a great time to be a Coyote fan. I mean, you're looking at the drafts coming up, and we, we talked about the standings, and we'll talk more about that later. Things are looking up. Like Barrett Hayton, I thought Barrett Hayton played extremely well tonight. He made an offensive impact. He made a physical impact. Barrett Hayton looked good tonight. Matias Michelli is still growing, and some of the best young pieces haven't been playing J.J. Mosier and some other people that, that they expect to get back in the lineup. And we're still going to get a chance to see the two college kids come out and play, hopefully before the end of yeah. the year. There are a lot of good, young, fun yeah. pieces coming to this team, and the draft is only a few months away. Yep. So it's exciting for Coyotes fans too. Yeah. But with playoffs coming, playoff hockey is unreal. Yeah. Like I'm a huge fan of playoff hockey and some of the matchups that we're seeing or potentially could be seeing are going to be phenomenal. So we'll sit there and we'll have our shows during the week. We will talk playoffs. We will talk coyotes. We'll talk drafts. We'll talk prospects. We're just going to talk hockey. So we're going to still have fun. I'm not going to be grumpy. I'm not trying to be grumpy. <laughs> I'm trying to be positive. I just opened a beer. So maybe it'll get better. <laughs> Here's my other question about Sauter before we move on from him. How did he get a coyotes mask so fast and Wedgwood, it took forever. That is a great, great question. We might we have need to, to ask, ask Craig, or we might have to. We'll call, uh, or I'll, we can ask. Sauter. I'll ask some people. Yeah, because I'll, we we all know how. But much when did of he get picked up on waivers? I guess the, it's been weeks. The de at the trade deadline, yeah, March twenty so first. So it's been Wedgie took months. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Huh. huh. The only thing is, and maybe I'm wrong. Didn't Wedgie have to send his mask to Europe to get painted? Yeah, I think there was like a supply chain issue. So Mary Suttery was there where maybe his Ooh, painter is in Finland. Maybe. We'll see. Well, that's okay, great. Well, more to come. We'll, we'll find out about that. Um, trying to stay on the positive. Yeah, and, 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 I, and I really am. I, I was, I, there were things tonight. The defensive zone coverage was blown a few times. But on the positive side, how about those old coyotes? Oh, yeah. OEL. I was like old. I was thinking old, like old. Yeah. In age. Former. <laughs> Former. Yeah. Oh, yeah there are um, no old well, coyotes. they had great nights, both OEL and Connor Garland on the board tonight, um, which it's it's always surreal the first time you see players like that, who yeah. especially OEL for the time that he was here. But Garland for the you know emotional connection the fans made with him right away to see them in a different jersey color on in the building i mean the coyotes had played vancouver in vancouver already this year but it's different when they come here um and i know that they did a video tribute for OEL. and that's what i wish we could have seen i that's, know like, it is on twitter the just, coyotes did tweet the oh video, did they but i would I have liked to multitasking but i like i know you're bad at that but i like to watch 
when you're at the game, like watch him watch that exactly and see his reaction. You could see when it happened. They cut to commercial and he was looking up the screen. Everybody's watching. Yeah, so you yeah, knew yeah. it was happening yeah. right then. You're like, oh, it is weird. Like, and and if I had thought about it, I would have bet. And you you said this the other day and I needed to listen to you. But I would have bet for Garland to be an anytime point scorer in this game. Yes. And he almost had three assists. It was take the third the assist was taken, taken away. away. Um, but both OEL and Garland had assists tonight. So. What did you think of their play? You know, it's funny because you look at the, the, there are actually four former Coyotes in the lineup tonight. And you go back to, we'll start with Luke Shen. It's been years since Luke Shen played here. And you kind of, like I've kind of forgotten that. about him, right? But he's still the same player. He still defends well. He still plays a hard nosed hockey game. Um, and it kind of reminds you of what he used to be, along with Brad Richardson. I mean, he's another guy, Brad Richardson, doesn't end up on the score sheet. But Brad Richardson played like Brad Richardson tonight. Tough in the corners, got to the net, competed hard in the hard areas. You miss those guys. You miss what they bring to a team. And they're pieces of the big puzzle that helps a team make the playoffs. I mean, they're not getting the points on the scoreboard, but you need those pieces to win. On the other side of it, I thought Oliver looked great. I thought he looked smooth. He skated smooth. He distributed the puck well. He has he still has that little swagger when he skates. So he's got that little confidence that I think it kind of woke up when he got to Vancouver. Hey, no mistake about it. He's had an up and down year there. But he's still, I mean, he still quarterbacks the power play. He still makes great plays from the top uh, on the blue line. Um, I thought he had a really good game. And Connor Garland the, had really nice Distributing the puck, it's two assists. Even uh, the one the assist on, on the second goal was beautiful. Well, in Horvat, even the first one where he backhands it along the wall, it just the recognition that hey, I'm running out of room here. I'm going to go off sides. Throws it behind the net where Horvat gets the wraparound. And you're right on the three on two. It's a beautiful play through the middle of the ice. Yeah, he was looking forward. I mean, and it's great it to the side. Yeah, he played great and, and and happy for those guys. I hope somehow, some way they string some wins together and find a way to sneak in. It's going to be really hard. Like they're they're behind Vegas. They have Vegas two more times though, so maybe. Spencer said Garland deserved his own video. How do you feel about tribute videos and what do you think the baseline is for you to get wow, that's one? That's harsh. Like what what do you do? Like should Connor Garland he got drafted here, played his first NHL game here, first all of his NHL firsts are here, but he couldn't get a video? But do you think he would have gotten one if if not for OEO? I do. But what is is there a but is do there you a do two a video minimum? But do you do a know. video like what is but the rule? Do you do a video for a great everyone? Question. Like what makes What's the you rule? deserving of a video? That's a great question. I don't know. I know I didn't get one. I don't know. Chime, so, chime in. I don't know what it is. We're gonna we're gonna get to the bottom of it though. I'm gonna I will I think this is a debate. By our next show, I will find out the actual answer from the organization on tribute videos. So you have to make your list. You need to find out about the helmet. The mask and tribute and, videos. And the tribute video. I love the tribute video. I think it's awesome. I, I do too. I like to see that player. I love it when the player cries. That's the best. <laughs> if you can get the visiting player to come into your building and cry. <laughs> that's the Whoever goal. produced the video, money. That, that's money. <laughs> that is the goal. Yeah, they are They are great. I don't think I'll ever cry. Maybe he did. We I weren't there. Know. But I, I did see the video of him after, like, waving to the fans, smiling. and I mean, yeah. it, this he is another player drafted here, did everything here first. And you go back. We've been talking a lot about old memories of Gila River Arena. Shit, Oliver was there. Like, he was in the 2012 playoffs with, like, that's how long he's been here. Mm -hmm. 
he was a little kid back then. Yeah. So he's been around a long time. And so to see him have some moderate success, even if it was just a point on the scoreboard tonight, I'd love to see him make the playoffs in yeah. Vancouver. I yeah. just, maybe not this year, maybe next year. It's a hard, hard hill to climb yeah. right now. We'll see what happens with them. But Craig actually got the chance to sat, sit down with both um, Garland and OEL today and um, Richardson as well and Luke Shen, mm-hmm. I think. So um, there's a story on gophnx.com. I think Craig had... Or no, he, he just had multiple stories this week. He's There's a lot going on this week. So story on Hari Satari, which we kind of went over some of his storyline. and um, Also, Suthery. Hari Satari. Sorry, it's just so easy to say Hari Satari. How do players change their name over the years? What do you mean? Because I went and watched his old games in Florida today when he played back. His last win was in 2018, so I went back and watched him play. It was Harry Satari. It was. They're, everybody called him the Florida announcer. I mean, it doesn't mean his name changed. It just means he didn't care enough to say anything. Dadanov playing in Vegas was Dadanov when he came into the league, and now it's Dadanov. Like, wh- how does that happen? I don't know. It's like the game telephone you played as a kid. <sighs> oh, add it to the know. side count board. I don't know. Like, I don't know. Did they oh, change it? side count. We didn't even... Oh, wait. Oh. Wow. I'm getting all over the place. You are all over the place. Let me just finish by saying... GoPHX.com. You can read all of Craig's stories this week, including a primer about the situation with the Tempe City Council, yeah. which we'll ask Craig more about when he gets here. But you can read about Sautery's story to get here. You can read about all the former Coyotes visiting um, at GoPHX.com. So be sure to sign up, become a member, you can get access to those stories, get a year membership, get a shirt when you sign up. Petey and I are both wearing PHNX shirts. Yep. You and we got it. Cody behind us. So you can get that from the locker. A new D-back shirt dropped today, Drop today, which is only available to purchase today at the Ainsworth, but will be online next week. So if you're a baseball fan, keep your eye out for that in the PHNX locker. All right. Tonight by the numbers, we kind of got off track oh, in the beginning. But, but let's look at them because there's some significant numbers here besides the score. The shot's honestly pretty even tonight yep. um, for the first time, 32 to 29 Vancouver. But Vancouver, two for two on the power play and 73% in the faceoff circle. I mean, those are two stat lines that are. (sighs) Yeah. And again, we've always talked about the faceoff. It may not be completely significant, but you do start off with the puck more often when you win the faceoffs. So you're going to get more offensive zone time. The power plays, that's all of Reckman Larson's, the assist he gets uh, on his little floater wrister that he took. Same shot he had here in Arizona. You go, gosh, is it even going to make it to the net? And then somehow it finds a way to score. He's just got that ability to get pucks through to the net. That sneaky little wrist shot is phenomenal. And the Coyotes go 0 for 3 on the power play. Struggling to find offense since the loss of Clayton Keller. It's just reality. Yeah, it has been rough. Um, and then the special mention for the side count, 23.8 for 23.8. O'Leal and Garland. And there were a lot of sides. Did, did PD really only side 23.8 times? No, there was a lot Maybe of Maybe it was 238 and I added the decimal. Yeah. There were a lot of for, size. Uh, I don't know what it is about today. I don't know what it was. I don't know. Very a lot of size. Is it because we're in this studio? Is because everybody's down at the Ainsworth doing baseball? We're not used feng to the studio. Right. Something. Something. It's opening day, and it's hard. There's only what now? There's only 161 to go. Yeah. Oh. Well. <laughs> 160. How about that? Can you season? imagine if someone said to you right now, the Coyotes, go. there's 161. Jesus. <laughs> Woo. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's I don't know how they do no, it. Thanks. I, and I always sit and watch them from home, but I don't have to work them or go to post games. <laughs> Plus, then they go with the extra innings, and then there's rain delays. Like you could be at the studio for like yeah, eight and hours. baseball, there's no timers. 
crazy. Yeah. But yeah. but next weekend they have a series against the Mets, and those games are at 10 10 a.m. So those post game that post series show will get over real early. Okay, that's good. That's perfect. That's, for that's, you. I could do that. Yeah. Day shows. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Maybe right. I'll rethink this. <laughs> Maybe I'll rethink the baseball beat. Because I love baseball. Plus, you have to consider that, with the exception of this weekend, they're only doing post-series shows. So they're only doing a show of every one or every two to four games. Okay. I could probably do that. Check out PHNX Yeah, Max so if it's two to that. four games, and we're doing 82, and we do all 82, and they're doing two to four games. Do the math on that, Leah. Well, they had to get, through the, lock- they had to get through the lockout. <sighs> that was a good one. That, that was, was a good one. They said they're doing less. <laughs> Okay, well, t- steering this back to positivity. Okay, um, I'm sorry. Well, kind of. We had to we had to pick a DraftKings king of the game today, and our choice was the lone goal scorer, Nick Schmaltz, and one goal. Ha- we wrote half an assist because he kind of had one on the, the goal that goal. was rolled outside, which was kind of the turning point of this game because at that point they could have been tied. They could have been back into that game and yeah, it right could have changed the momentum, but they called it off. It was a blatantly offside. It was offside. Um, but taking that away, the effort on that goal was great. And Nick Schmaltz was still part of that, even though he doesn't get the point for it. So Nick Schmaltz is our draft king, king of the game. And if you go back to that play, that, that line did have glimpses. And, and that play started off with Nick Ritchie on the forecheck, separates the player from the puck, gets it to Schmaltz. And then Schmaltz makes the play across the net as Ritchie drives the net from behind after uh, um, being first on the forecheck. It was a great play. Like, it was a great play by that line. I thought that line had a little bit of chemistry tonight. If this team is going to get offense, it's going to come from that line. Yeah, it was just so funny thinking about Nick Schmaltz, Nick Ritchie, and uh, Boyd on the top line. Like, just this team has just... Yeah. The evolution of from night one to now, it's just sad. And I don't know what happens now, too, because we're we're down to... We're getting just a handful of games left. Is anybody going to come back? Like we already know, Kraus and Keller are not coming back. But, but does Fisher come back for a game or two? And, and to me, that it's important for for Fisher because he's a restricted free agent at the end of the year. He, does he get signed anywhere? Does he play next year if he doesn't? Like he's got to come back. I think it's important that he comes back and makes an effort to get into a game or two before yeah. the season is over, just for his future. Yeah, Craig had said he's out three to four any weeks, and he hasn't played since March twenty second. So. Based on that, he maybe could, even if it's maybe. just the last couple. Yeah. Um, Roussel, late April, technically, it just depends. I don't know. It's, yeah, and Roussel's a guy that's not coming back. I, I don't imagine he's going to get re-signed here. And then you got to look at, you, will the two college free agents? Well, they're not necessarily free agents. They were drafted and traded. Well, so. McBain, McBain signed. Yeah, he's he signed. Yeah, but Can he uh, get into Nathan a game? Smith tonight, actually. They win. They won, so his season is prolonged. Minnesota State so, beats... U of M, yep. Minnesota. So they will Golden play Gophers. this Saturday. They'll play Denver. Wow. I can't believe the Michigan Wolverines, the super team with Owen Power. With all the top five draft picks of the 2021 draft. It's unbelievable. And they don't make it to the finals. Unbelievable. So, I like the New York if you want to watch the. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I know Sean liked that comment. I know. Red Sox fan. Listen, I'm wearing a D-back jersey. I but, know. Um, that jersey's money, by the way. I don't know where you get that. That's, I, that's show a yourself. great jersey. I'm working on it. Hold on. <laughs> <coughs> yes. 
That is a great jersey. Oh, we're all wearing PHNX shirt. Yeah, no, I was a little hurt when you didn't mention me. I'm. I like the baseball jerseys. I always wanted a Coyote baseball jersey. That would be sick. How fire would that be? Oh, a PHNX all black with the white piping and PHNX flag. Money. Eric, if you're listening. Yeah. That's sick. I like that. Yeah, I love that. A black PHNX baseball shirt or white with black. Yes. Okay. I love that. See if we get on that D line. Yeah, that's really nice. Really nice. Yeah, that's the other thing uh, baseball teams do well. Ones. Baseball teams have so many different sweaters. Like, they have so many different colors. Like, it's not just, you know, red, white, and black. They have red, white, gray, pinstripe, brown. blue, brown. Like, and they let them wear. It's fun. Baseball's fun. I'm excited for baseball. <laughs> I didn't mean to do this, but I did, <laughs> I did want to say that... Um, that <laughs> didn't mean to do this. Didn't mean to do this. Um, the D-backs were voted to have the worst jerseys in baseball today. Um, I do not think that these were included in this because these are some of the cleanest jerseys. In the <laughs> that was couldn't agree more. Didn't mean to do this, Sean. While you're here, let's go ahead yeah, and get, get your DraftKings pick of the week. Sean. Write your time code down too, so you can First find off, it. Petey said, "Get it done," as if uh, he wasn't looking forward to it. Are you- <laughs> no. Th- no, it's just another checkbox on the. Okay. We got to check off today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, my DraftKings pick of the week: uh, big UFC fight this weekend. Um, there's a, like three or four championship fights: uh, Aljo versus Peter Yan, um, and Ale- But the one I'm picking, I'm a big UFC. Fan. I know. Yeah, no. Leah was talking about it today as we came in. Can't wait. Oh, yeah, you're, you're a big UFC. You're a big UFC guy as well. Leah's no. Leah's is not me. No, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, Leah's a big UFC guy. That's who's your favorite? Fighter? The biggest lie that's ever been told. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like you're a big uh, Bill. It's Cyril Bill Khan kind of person. Ronda Rousey. <laughs> okay. Ronda Rousey hasn't fought in like seven years. Um, anyway. Whoops. Anyways, a lot of big fights this weekend, um, but. I'm picking the main event of UFC. What's the number? I'm sorry. 273. UFC 273. See? Big UFC, girl. Um, <laughs> UFC 273. Right um, Alex Volkanovsky versus the Korean Zombie, um, which is one of the hardest nicknames in, in sports. I think, the Korean <laughs> Zombie. Um, Alex Volkanovsky is a minus 700 favorite, but you can get him. It's a five-round fight, and you can get him to win by D, uh, knockout KO or knockout TKO or D, DQ at plus 150 or w- plus 180, excuse me. <laughs> so that's like he's expected to win, but he's got five rounds to knock out a guy who's real inferior to him. So plus 180 seems like I'm not going to say free money because last time I did that, it was uh, I lost all, all my bets. Uh, but it is. <laughs> But other than that, take my advice. But it's not. It's but I'm not. So that's why I'm not calling it free money. But it's the odds. It's a, it's a huge increase in odds for I think the most likely outcome of the fight. Okay, but I do want to give Sean credit because his picks of the week on this show have been, been solid. on a huge run. Last, yeah. la- what was my last one? Was that the that was South Carolina? Yeah, it was the women's. Yeah, and they destroyed Paige Becker. They did. Gone. Yeah. So. so thank you, thank you, Sean. Whoa. Oh, D backs just walked off the game. Someone said. If that, is that true? Is that true? Huge if true. Big if true. Um, <laughs> I will work to Okay, well, well and, and oh. b- by the way, Craig's in the green room. Seth Beer what? just hit a three-run three bomb, bomb. on right. Beer Day. Wow. On Beer Day? It's Beer Day. National Beer Day. Um, okay, sorry, Craig. I know you're waiting in the green room, but I'll just 
read this really quick. Um, so this weekend, UFC 273, if you want to follow Sean's advice or just get in on the action, new customers can bet $5 on any fighter and get $100 in free bets. Win or lose, guaranteed. Choose your fighter, sit back, and watch the action unfold. Bet $5 and get $100 in free bets. Sign up for the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use the promo code PHNX. Bet $5 on UFC 273 and get $100 in free bets no matter what. That's code PHNX this Saturday at DraftKings Sportsbook, the official sports betting partner of UFC. That's 21 and over. Arizona only. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. New customers only. Minimum $5 deposit. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. And now it's time for Craig. 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 Wait, he's here. There Hello, he is. Sorry, we kept you waiting. Oh, no. We oh, no, can't you're hear muted. Craig. It's been a long day. There, there he is. Go. <laughs> We're good. We're good. It's been a long day. It's been a long day. You've been at the arena all day today. I have, yeah, since like 10 a.m. So I think we're at, yeah, 12 hours now. So, man. Well, we won't keep you very long then. Well, it's fine. <laughs> we, we have a lot. Don't worry about what's happening on the screen. About. No one else can see that. No one can see. Okay. <laughs> Never mind. Um, Craig, another 5-1 loss. It feels like deja vu. Wee. A- anything on this one <laughs> from uh, you? Uh, I, I, it was Hari Satari's first game. Um, I kind of felt like it showed. Yeah. He hadn't played in a long time. I think he, had, you know, after he left the Olympics, I think his agent told me he went back and played a couple of playoff games in the K and then obviously left because of the situation in Russia and he hadn't played a game since. So he gets here, you know, he had one practice basically. He, he did do some some one-on-one work with uh, Corey Schwab, but he had one practice and then he gets thrown into a game. And, and that's the situation they're in. They need to see him at this point because there just aren't that many games left in the season. Um, he said he felt great just being out there. He wanted to play a game, but, you know, there were a couple goals that you could see in this game that, you're, you shouldn't be giving up, like the wraparound, for instance. You can't give up goals like that. So it'll be a, just an evaluation in progress here, and I, I'm sure they're not going to just judge him off this one game. Yeah, but is this a, do, do realistically think that there is a possibility that he signs for another season? It depends what's what's available. I think he wants to stay in the NHL. Is he going to have other offers, or is yeah. he going to have a chance to stay here? I don't know. Well, it's he's going to play. to stay right now. He's going to play a few more games here. There's no doubt about it. I and mean, he's going to get a chance. Yeah. So you got to see what he has. So, yeah. you know yeah, what, Craig? Listen. I thought he was okay, Craig. I thought he looked big. I thought he looked confident in the first period. I actually liked the way he moved early. And I and I agree with you. The turning point of the game for him was the Bull Horvat wraparound. Up until that point, even the first goal, I didn't, he had no chance on the, on the crossing right. play on the penalty kill. I thought he looked good. And then that went in, and then it just, you could tell, like, oh, it was like his uh oh moment. Like, a little nerves came in, and I don't think he was as sharp the rest of the game. Completely understandable. He didn't right. get the defense that he's probably used to. This wasn't the Finnish Olympic team defending for him. Uh, it's not the same game and, and the same team in front of him. So, you know, hopefully he gets got enough work today that the next one he's better, and the next one he's better, and then we can really see what he has. Yeah. Yeah. And- when you throw all the factors together, I mean, immigrating to the U.S., he's, he hasn't played in the NHL in a really long time. He doesn't know his personnel, doesn't know the systems they play. He hasn't had any practice time. I mean, that's that's a lot. 
to stack up and jet lag, getting used to a new city. That's a lot. So give him a few more starts. Uh, I don't know how many he'll get. And quite frankly, guys, I don't know if the sample will even be large enough for them to make a decision at this point, but I guess they're going to at least try to get to that point. Yeah. And Craig, we talked about the story you wrote on his journey to NHL. We also mentioned that you had the chance to talk to Garland and Oliver Larson and Richardson, among others today. How was it catching up with those guys earlier in your 12, 12 hour day at Healer Arena? That made it worth it because it, it I, I wrote this in the story. You, you could probably write a, oh, this player is playing his former team or this coach is playing his former team or somebody's going back to their hometown. You can do that story like every night in the NHL. There's there's all sorts of homecomings or playing against uh, former teams. But it's pretty rare when you get three. And then throw in Luke Shen as well. It's four guys. Um, but those three guys in particular, Oliver ekman Larson, Connor Garland, and Brad Richardson, three guys that I really enjoyed covering three guys with completely different personalities, but three of the favorite guys that I've ever covered. So to, to get the chance, you know, not only the, uh, they put them on camera, obviously for Canucks media, but then I got to chat with all three of them one-on-one out in the hallway. And just, you know, aside from the stuff that was in the story, just talk about, about their lives, about the past and just have fun. So it was great. It was really great reconnecting with all three of those guys. And they had success on the ice tonight yeah. too. Yes, they did. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, every Canadian tonight, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. right. Were you going to say something else? No, no. I we, we were going. I was going to talk about what we made the rules of. Do you get your own video? Because yeah, Oliver got his own too. video, right? His welcome back moment, his video, a little montage. Garland does not. So, what is the demarcation line of who gets the video and who does not? Like, what's the rule of who gets a video and who doesn't? Games it's played, probably, status. Yeah, it's probably terms. You know, the term that you spent with the team a certain amount of time. I thought, to be honest, I thought Brad Richardson had spent enough time that they might have done something for him as well. It might just be that they don't want to roll three of those out in one game. They could have the whole whole first two periods. You have Shen coming on the second intermission. Yeah, I guess. Every commercial break, just like a different one. I guess. (laughs) And the way they dismantled this team a year ago, I guess you'd spend the whole goddamn season doing (laughs) tribute videos for everybody that comes in. So I guess you can't right. do Aiden. Here's Aiden Hill night and the San Jose Sharks. I guess you can't do they it. They did every acknowledge night. them on the PA, you know, and, and have the crowd acknowledge them, you know, both with Garland and with Richardson. So it was it was interesting too that with those three guys, it was their first game back. Even Richie, who's been gone a little while, he just hasn't come back to Arizona to play a game. So unique circumstances again. It's just great talking to him. Um, and Vancouver, Vancouver stayed alive. They're, I, I think they're six points back still of a playoff spot. And, I mean, they have to play near perfect hockey to get in, but at least they're playing well and making it interesting. Yeah, definitely making it interesting. And we'll talk more about the interesting Western Conference playoff race probably sometime next week um, on an audio episode. But it's so funny that they came back to Healer River Arena, and it's the only time they'll come back because, I mean, what, there's six games left after tonight? This was the seventh to last home game at Healer River Arena. And on that note, we're counting down, as we've been doing, the top 10 moments at Gila River Arena. So coming in at number seven, October 8th, 2005, Wayne Gretzky makes his home coaching debut for the Arizona Coyotes in a 2-1 to win against the Minnesota Wild. Wayne Gretzky. I love that picture, by the way. Look how young he looks. I know. Look at Shane Doan, too. 
I don't know. That TNT gig is aging. Is that him, Tyson Nash? Tyson with Nash with the. It yeah, is. What is that? And Brett Hall in the front. What, what a what a picture that is. Wow. A bunch well, of legends. A couple of Hall of Famers. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I, I worked hard to find that one. That is one of five games that Brett Hall played as a Coyote. Yeah. Wow. But yeah, I mean, I, I even remember that because 2005 was the year I moved to Arizona and like, oh, Wayne Gretzky's the coach. Like, yeah. and I, you know, I was young, but I even understood the magnitude of that. And I know it didn't work out great um, in the end, but that for that, that moment, that particular moment had to be surreal. Yeah. You, I mean, you look at what he accomplished here as a coach. First of all, he saved the franchise. If not for Wayne Gretzky, this team moves. Well, I don't care what anybody says. This team's playing in the upper northwest of the United States, if not for Wayne Gretzky. And I mean, and Craig will attest to this, it was down to the day the team was going to announce a move to another city. Wayne comes in with some money, some helpers, and team stays. Uh, his, co- his coaching experience? Go ahead and say it. What? Portland. 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 Yeah, it was gone. I was actually looking yeah. at houses in Portland. True story. But his coaching experience was hard. Like Wayne, Wayne is an ultra competitive human being. And you could see it in that picture, how frustrated he was. And if you can remember back to the times when he used to be on the bench, how vocal he would get at officials. Oh gosh, was he tough on officials foot up on the boards. And because he just wanted to win, he, he wanted to win and he, his level of compete was unmatched. He just it just wasn't the right time for Wayne Gretzky to coach here with this group. It just, the stars didn't align for him here. He desperately wanted it to be a winner and he wanted to succeed. It just wasn't the right time for this organization. I, I, it wasn't from a lack of effort or will or the people he surrounded himself with. It just wasn't the right time. Craig, Edie, do you have that suit? Do I have what? The suit? Oh, yeah. <laughs> should I have worn the Wayne Gretzky suits in today? I should have. Yeah, you should I should have. Really should. I, di- I didn't think that one through. Man. I didn't think that. I tell you what, though, because I was there. I was part of the... F- I, wasn't, I wasn't in the fog because the people are... The fog is the friends of Gretzky. Like, those oh. are the people that were in the fog. Wow. I wasn't in the fog. I was in the periphery of the fog. I could see the fog. I was clearly not in the fog. So, so, so thankful that I had the experience of that time that he was here. Some of you, first of all, he is the greatest player. That's why they call him the great one. But to see life through his eyes and the stuff that he has to deal with, he doesn't live like we do. He can't go to the restaurant. We would travel on the road and going to a restaurant was a big deal. It was hard. Yeah, you because don't even people think about be that. sitting people outside are, on the people glass. People are recognizing Andre Turney in San Jose. Hundred percent. But you're Wayne Gretzky. Yeah. And they're looking through the glass, waiting you to finish. Or people come up to your table constantly. It was he had so much on his plate just being Wayne Gretzky that it was hard to mix in coaching. There's just that's so exactly much things. What, that's exactly what Don Maloney said to me tonight. I was talking to him for a, for a story that I'm doing on the Glendale years. And that's exactly what he said, Petey. He simply didn't have the time in his life to dedicate to coaching because he's right. He's Wayne Gretzky. Yeah. Hey, Craig, what'd you think of that solo shot on Petey? 
Yeah, yeah. Look at that. We got a PD cam. I was gonna comment on it. Yeah. What's we got PD cam in the studio today. No for if I ever go off on a rant, we could go to PD cam, uh, and I can go that's right. That's what we get for being in this studio. Yes, I like PD cam. So if I have a rant, this, I'm right there. Is this the same cam that you're going to use to dance? Not only a dance. Oh. I wanted to tease the other thing too. Oh, there's big stuff coming, Craig. I PD walked in the room, giddy. And this is Petey, who is yeah, not necessarily maybe giddy is not a word giddy. used. Yeah, maybe never giddy. And why were you giddy, Petey? Because, <laughs> Petey. because, Craig, we have a new sponsor, which is an old sponsor that if you've we been do here read. Since the beginning, you know. If you've been here since the beginning and watching this show since the beginning of time, we mm -hmm. had an old sponsor. And I quite thoroughly enjoyed the reads for that sponsor. <laughs> I took great pride in those reads. I will say this as a tease. This is by far, not even remotely <laughs> close to the best ad read for that sponsor <laughs> ever at PHNX. Across all platforms, across all shows, <laughs> phenomenal. I laughed for 10 minutes <laughs> when I came in on my own. This you is just kept so, giggling like it'd be like five minutes I wanted minutes to later. do it tonight. I wanted to do it tonight, I Craig, said no. <laughs> and I got the no, not today. But I am so ready. So when's this coming? Saturday? I don't know. We need to have a little bigger, I don't know, build up or, or I something. I don't know. Maybe we'll have a special guest upcoming that will yeah. put it on. Ah, we have some okay. upcoming special like, guests. We have so. some special guests like coming, so we'll thing. see. More to come on that. Like More to come anyway, on that. that's... Could this be a two-person read then, given that special guest that we're teasing and driving people crazy with right now? <laughs> nope. <laughs> not no, the, not right. that special guest. Not that, oh, the other one? Yeah. Oh, yeah. 100% it could be that other special I thought you meant the other special guest. And that would be a hard Many no. Many special guests. Hard come. no on the first special guest. Absolutely on the second special guest. Did we know? Do people know either one of those special no, guests? No, and we can't say. Can't say? No, they don't. Nope. Not appropriate for one completely on brand for the other. So How's that? that you all can make your guesses. There you go. And make your guesses on what the theme of the Manscaped read will be. So I cannot. Wait. <laughs> I'm so excited. I, I wanted to, somebody's got to, someone might have to not proof read it, proof hear it to make sure <laughs> to it's on air worthy. Cause I'm not, not so sure on a few. We'll see. It's okay. We check the box. This video is not suitable for children on Do YouTube. Do we? Mm -hmm. Okay. Cause this will not be. <laughs> this is, there oh, might be man. some singing involved. I'll, I'll oh. just leave it at that. <laughs> oh, my. The, the PD cam is definitely coming back. Oh, oh, we have for to that? be in here for that. Okay. No, but then we need cams on me and Craig reacting. To. Yeah, you, that ought to be a wide shot. Yeah, we, we have can four have four cameras in the building. We can have four cameras in the studio if we ever want <sighs> Anyway, Craig, before we let you go, we need to ask the Tempe City Council met an executive session, and this has been a huge thing all week. Is there any news? Like I know it's closed door, so you might not know anything at all. But is maybe no news good news? Like any any word? I have not heard anything out of executive session. I'm sorry to tell you that I don't have any more to report on that. However, I have heard from some sources that we could have a vote soon. We could have a vote. Like a real vote? A real vote and, and really soon. So we'll see if it... We'll wow. see if it pans out because this thing has been so fluid, as you know. There's wow. a lot of changes to dates, but wouldn't that be uh, something if uh, we got some resolution on this and 
It would be the biggest sigh of relief of all time. Yeah, Yeah, it would be like the, but it wouldn't be a PD sigh because yours are like agitated sighs. It would be like a legitimate sigh sigh of relief. That's fantastic. Yeah. (laughs) Could be great. Okay. Well, we'll, we'll keep tabs on that. Craig, anything else from you before you head out? Get home. Oh, did we, did you tell him what he missed at the studio? Oh yeah. Do we have the video, Sean? Okay. So my birthday's tomorrow. So, and this is funny. Like he didn't even wait for an intermission. There was like three minutes left in the second and this happened. Happy birthday, dear Leah. Happy birthday to you. What am I looking at? (laughs) (laughs) He brought me a cake. It was a carrot cake. It is a cake. Okay. It was a carrot cake. cake. Yeah, Yeah. I would not eat the carrot cake. There was one piece of it because why the hell would you make a cake with carrots in it? I don't know. You put chocolate in it. No, you put chocolate in a cake, vanilla in a cake. Maybe mix the two together and make a marble cake. But carrots in a cake. It's like, like putting carrot- carrots in Sean, jello. Do you like carrot cake? Um, I hate carrot cake because it put me in the hospital one time. Uh, <laughs> oh, because you're allergic I'm to allergic stuff. I'm allergic to walnuts. Um, but it's funny uh, because hey. we got to the office today and Leah was like, I brought carrots because I knew I wasn't going to eat vegetables today. And then she ended up with a carrot cake. Carrot cake. There you go. Yeah, that was vegetables and cake un- just pretty unbranded. Clearly don't belong together. But um, uh, it's very on brand for Leah. <laughs> and so it's her birthday tomorrow. And we just we appreciate everything she does for us here. And we just want to let her know. I feel like I'm. I'm not going to bash Leah's food choices tonight because it feels like part of our brand that we do that all the time. So, Do you not like carrot, Craig? Do you like carrot cake? I don't like carrot cake. Really? No. I love it. Well, there's plenty of leftovers. Well, he also brought vanilla cupcakes. I brought vanilla cupcakes for me and Sean. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I've crushed three of those Which, by the way, Sean and I ate Funfetti cupcakes earlier today. Yeah, I had three of those already crushed them. So you missed out (laughs) on the carrot cake yeah craig i'd say i'd save you the a piece, night more enjoyable but we won't save you a piece so i won't even say it what's the next <laughs> is the next game a home game again no it's away no vegas, vegas saturday saturday well, vegas? we might be we might be remote well there it is right there there's the schedule speak of oh, the schedule amazing uh vegas away saturday by the way so new jersey tuesday montreal yeah beat new jersey what was it seven to four Tonight, so I mean, if the Coyotes are going to win any more this season, that might be the game. Then Vancouver again, Calgary. It's not an easy road ahead um, for the Coyotes, but at least they're done with the four games in a week schedule because whew, that was getting the Vegas game is interesting to me though. There, Vegas is in trouble, and, and Craig talked trouble. about it earlier. The Vancouver game. I just look, Craig. They're Vancouver's four points behind, and they play twice head to head against Vegas in the next in the next ten days. Do the math. Like Vancouver's got their even games right now. They both played 72 games. It's not impossible that, and and by the way, that's for ninth, not for eighth. That's for ninth because they're both out of the playoffs right now. I I don't know. I keep thinking Vegas has got to get in. Vegas has got to get in, but, but do they? I I don't know. We see coyotes play them hard. I, I mean, they've had they've had some good matchups over the last few years since they've been in in the league. I never say never when these two teams play against each other. You just don't know. The one thing is the Coyotes are going to need to find some offense. They have to find yeah. some offense because it's not going to be a, a you know it's not going to be a one nothing game when you're playing Vegas. I, yeah, well, I mean, with with the Tucson Roadrunners up, it it could be. I I got to tell a funny story before I go. I sit uh, where I sit in the press box is 
almost right in front of the, the NHL stats crew. And there's so many roadrunners up on this team that at one point there's a shot on goal for, uh, what's that guy's name? I'm, I'm literally hearing <laughs> for the, real? the NHL stats crew for real. That's so, funny. That's a bad yeah. sign. <laughs> oh boy. How many to go? Oh, 11. I think. Yep. Yeah. Pull up the punch yeah, card. Punch well, card. Um, one yeah. more and we've cleared one the more and we're on. Yeah. Oh Woo! my God. Unreal. Wow. That like that. Now we're almost there. It is wow. so close. You can th the end. Oh, look at Sammy. D. You've got a oh, super we got chat. A super chat from Sammy D. Thank you. Um, happy early birthday, Leah. 42822, I believe is the next hearing. That could be the very soon. Uh, carrot cake is trash. Okay, fine. Mix barbecue <laughs> sauce with ranch sauce. Interesting. Also, anybody know any tips on how to get g good at Cuphead? I don't know what that is. Tank to Tempe, baby. Cuphead, I don't know. Sorry. Ranch it's and barbecue. It's a video game. Oh, oh. video game? Ran ranch and barbecue sauce is an interesting food take together. Yeah. But No. Hard no. Isaiah appreciates carrot cake. I'm just in, in, assuming from no, the use happy of birthday, emojis. Though. Happy yes, birthday. I appreciate the birthday messages, everyone. Thank you. Craig, well, only Craig. a few more drives home that this time of night from Heel River Arena. So enjoy it. Be safe. <laughs> All right, guys. I'm out. I'll see you Saturday. See you Happy Saturday. birthday, Leah. Thank see you. you Saturday, Bye, man. Craig. Yes. It, it, overall, it was a good night for the tank because with a Montreal win tonight and a Seattle win tonight and a Coyotes loss, the Coyotes sit comfortably and comfortably for now. It's just going to be hard, and, and, and I, I don't want to be a broken record, and I don't want to – it's going to be hard for this team to win games with the roster they're putting on on the ice, and that's not a knock to anybody they're putting on the ice. It's just half of their team is gone. Half. Half of their team is gone. So, hey, if they keep it close, that's a win. So let's just get through these last 11 games and start talking about ping-pong balls and drafts. Can't wait. Cannot wait for the party that could happen here in July – if the ping pong balls fall the right way, yep. I mean, you look at it, if you if you added those ten players back to the lineup, plus you talk about Nathan Smith, you talk about McBain, uh, yeah, Dylan if, if Gunther. This was, if this was a healthy team, yes. I think these games and the, all these five one and five nothing losses would it wouldn't be like this. It's right when they were winning. Look at yeah. the road trip out east, yeah. and they were putting up big numbers. And then add Dylan Gunther and this next season's high draft pick, and and the two college players that are coming in, like. Okay, yeah, we see it. Connor Timmins. We haven't we haven't seen Connor Timmins no, since the like first I few weeks of the season. Forget about Connor Timmins. Exactly. There are no so many Connor. good things coming. We just have to get through this last eleven games. Yep, we're almost there. Fast forward. We really are. It's yep. what it's April seventh. The last game is on the 29th, Which, by the way, everyone, and I can't say much now, but I'd circle that one on your calendar. The 29th? Yeah, that was the twenty eighth. No, it's the so we got a circle. No, the twenty eighth could be what Sammy said could be the next meeting. Oh, but like the 29th is the last Coyotes game of and the season and the last on. game at Hillary River Arena, and just play. Just there's a lot going on. on. There's a lot going on. So on that day, yeah, follow along. PHNX Sports. Well, it's not your birthday. What? We know it's not your birthday. No, but Something follow else? along PHNX Sports because something else more to come. I can't say. So, I don't know. Do I know? I'll, I'll talk to you after. Okay. <laughs> Um, and also we just talked about pretty much all the Tucson Roadrunners being up here. Petey and I caught up with Roadrunners head coach Jay Verity yep. earlier in the week for another episode of Down the I-10. And we really talked a lot about the, about this. Im the yeah. impact of 
injuries, not just on the Coyotes, but the residual effect on the Roadrunners and what that means for him and his team and kind of what they're going through down there. So if you haven't had a chance, it's both um, wherever you get your podcast and it lives on YouTube as well. So you can check out either or both if you'd like. Um, and as we go forward, we'll continue to keep talking to draft experts. We talked to Craig Button. We talked to um, Chris, Peters. Chris Peters. I always want to call him Corey Peters, but that's yep. Corey, Prodman, Corey Prodman, who we are planning Corey to talk to as too. well. Yeah, we're going to so, get them all back on yeah. again before the draft. Because we're yeah. as many experts as we can to tell us what the hell we're looking forward to. Yeah. And JMT said, is there a fast forward button to the NHL draft? That's how I feel. Especially nights like tonight. And thank God. Like, thank you for bringing me cake because it just broke up that game. <laughs> it just gets but you, brutal. But wait. The, like, the draft is going to be great. And I, I, that is a big night. But the real the big night is the lottery. Yeah. Like, that's where it really happens. Like, that's like, oh, like... Uh, it's awful because I remember sitting there for the Connor McDavid lottery. We all got together as a staff. We all went out to a local establishment. We were all watching on TVs and we just didn't understand the gravity of it and how it was working. They're putting up picture after picture. He'd open the envelope and he'd put up a logo. And then all of a sudden he picked the Edmonton Oilers logo and the Edmonton Oilers logo was a different color. And we kind of looked at each other and go, did, did that just happen? Like, what happened? Like, no, we didn't. We didn't get it that they won again and got the first overall pick again. And it was just over in a second. So buckle up for the draft lottery. Cause I'm sure we'll be doing a show. Are I we doing a show? I don't know that feeling PD. I know Buffalo Sabre. <laughs> Jack Eichel. How the, did Jack the, Eichel work out? Uh, yeah. Great. All the, all the Connor McDavid Sabres jerseys that are now in the trash somewhere. Cause those did exist. There were a lot of them at the draft. <sighs> that is party. unreal, man. Well, let's hope. Sorry, John. Let's hope the balls fall and, Coyotes favor. Yep. Let's hope so. They are. They've like the hockey <laughs> gods have been against this team for Please, so long. For the fan, if not for anyone, for the fans who have stuck by this team thick and thin. And we have to do a show that day. Have to. Like we have no, to. We, yeah. Can we drink on that one, uh, buddy? That's how we're getting through. I'm it. Ubering home. On that <laughs> yeah. <one. laughs> Win, lose, or draw. I'm Ubering home. Exactly. Hopefully All right. We'll have I'm a sorry for that too. Well. Everyone, thank you so much for joining us on a Thursday night. Another Coyotes loss, but we appreciate you being here for another pack therapy session. Honestly, I don't think I could have gotten through the season if it weren't for this community. So we appreciate you all. Please follow PHNX Sports across all platforms. Subscribe on YouTube. Follow PHNX Coyotes wherever you get your podcast. Leave us a review. It helps us a lot. And follow us on Twitter at PHNX underscore Coyotes. I promise you, PD is planning his dance. Yes. It's been a busy week with opening weekend for baseball and all stuff going on. It is not. We didn't forget. It, we did not forget. I promise. So that will be coming soon. And a lot of exciting stuff coming up in the next couple weeks that I can't even talk about. But maybe as soon as next week. So you're going to want to keep your eye on PHNX underscore Coyotes and the PHNX Sports YouTube channel because a lot of fun stuff coming next week. It is next week. Yeah. Like it, are we going to tease it before then? Not today. Yes, we will. This weekend we'll yeah. tease it? So oh, boy. There's your little tease. It's going to be a good one. All of you, we appreciate you for being here. And we will see everyone Saturday night after the Golden Knights game. Have a great rest of your night, everyone. Have a great Friday. And we'll see you this weekend.
You know, if you haven't checked out What Chaos yet, you oughta, because we've had all your favorite players on the show. I'm talking Seth Jones, Lena Solmar, Connor Bedard, whoever it may be. We're live every day on YouTube at noon Eastern, but also available on all podcast platforms, including the one you're listening to right now. We got guests, and yeah, we're also doing a bit of chit-chat, goofing around, laughing at what makes us laugh in hockey. So regardless of how deep you are into your hockey fandom, come listen to What Chaos. We'll talk about your favorite team, we'll talk about your least favorite team, and everybody in between, and we're having a ton of fun doing it every single day, Monday through Thursday. It's What Chaos, presented by All City Network.